Handful of Stars by Cynthia Lord, Chapter 9. It's always weird when I invite a friend to our apartment for the first time. Most kids don't live above a store with their grandparents, but I had promised Sama we'd cook a test batch of blueberry enchiladas, so I brought her upstairs with me the next day. As soon as I opened the door to our kitchen, Lucky ran right over, so happy that he blocked her way, jumping and wagging. Let Salma come in, I said, pulling him back. Standing in our kitchen, Salma looked left and right, taking everything in. There's not much to see, I said, but I'll give you the tour. Her face broke into a big smile when I showed her my room. I wish I had my own room. Even at home in Florida, I have to share a room with Amelia, my cousin who lives with us. I don't see her much because she has a job, but her stuff is always there. You're really lucky. Lucky's head snapped up and Salma laughed. No, you're lucky, aren't you? Living above a store can be kind of noisy, I said, so it all wouldn't seem too perfect. Sometimes the lobstermen wake me up when they come into the store really early and talk to prepare. I can hear them through the heating vent. Salma sighed as we walked back to the kitchen. When I want to be by myself, I have to go sit in our truck. But I have to tell someone where I'm going because once I fell asleep out there and my dad had the whole camp out looking for me. He thought I'd been eaten by a bear. I laughed. When I first started walking to Hannah's house by myself, my mayor used to call people along the route and ask them to watch and make sure I went past. I was so mad when I found out. I showed him a mayor and Papere's room, the living room, the bathroom, and then we went back to the kitchen. Okay, what do we need? I opened the pantry door. Salma looked at the recipe. The filling takes white sugar, brown sugar, cinnamon, a pinch of salt, butter, and blueberries. Then for the tortillas, Mama said we could buy them or make them. For today, let's buy them to make it easier, I said. And we don't have any blueberries upstairs. Come on, we'll go down to the store and get some. She grinned. It must be great to just go downstairs anytime you need anything or something. It is great, especially during a snowstorm. I don't even have to put my boots on. I giggled. I'll tell you a secret, though. We still buy some things from the supermarket in Machias when it's cheaper. But if we do that, we sneak the bags in the back door so nobody sees us. As we came downstairs, I could see the store was busy. There were people in the aisles buying things, but my eyes skipped right over them to Mamere standing at the cash register. She was talking to Hannah. My smile froze. Hannah was just asking for you. I told her you and Salma were upstairs cooking, Mamere said. Hannah looked at Salma like she was sizing her up a little. It felt weird to have Salma and Hannah together, like I didn't know exactly who to be, the person I was with Salma or the one I was with Hannah. We're making a test batch of blueberry enchiladas, I said. Salma and I decided to have a booth at the Blueberry Festival. Hannah's eyebrows lifted. You're having a booth at the Blueberry Festival? It felt good to surprise her, like maybe I had changed a bit, too. Yep. I lifted my chin as I plucked a box of blueberries from the display near the cash register. Are these enough, Salma? She nodded. Now we just need tortillas. Those are in the seasonal section, I said. Mamere and Papere bring in a bunch of Mexican and Canadian and Central American foods every June to go with the picnic stuff, s'more fixings and propane that mostly sell in the summertime. Mid-September, that section gets switched out with Halloween candy. I've never heard of blueberry enchiladas, Hannah said, following us down the aisle. I've only ever eaten or ever had beef or chicken. Hannah's usually first to do new things, so it was nice to be first for once. They're really good. I took the blueberries and tortillas to Mamere. Go ahead and take these out of my bee house money. Mamere pulled the ledger out from under the counter. Now you three do 
Don't go making a mess of my kitchen. Be sure you clean up afterward. Three? I touched my tongue to my top teeth. I didn't really want to be in the middle. I can stay a while, Hannah said. As we climbed the stairs back to our apartment, Salma turned to her. I saw your picture in the festival brochure. Your dress was really pretty. Oh, is there a photo of me in there? Hannah sounded innocent, but I was fairly sure she knew. I'm always telling Lily that she should enter the pageant. It's fun, and if you win, you get a $5,000 savings bond for college. In fact, Down East Blueberry Queen is one of the best pageants for money. Strawberry Queen at the Hillsboro Fair only gets a thousand, but since I'd already won the blueberry pageant last year, I didn't even enter the strawberry one this year. I grinned. If you'd won both, you'd be the mixed berry queen. Hannah didn't seem to find that as funny as I did. Do you have to live here to enter? Selma asked. Why'd she ask that? I tried to catch Selma's eye, but she was looking at Hannah. No, last year there was a girl from New Hampshire in the pageant, Hannah said. It's easy to enter. You just have to copy the form off the festival website and bring it to Mrs. LaRue at the Congregational Church. Then the night of the pageant, you wear a fancy dress, answer some questions on stage, and do a talent. Oh, Selma said. I don't have a fancy dress with me. Phew, that solves that. Selma was pretty enough to win a pageant, but the Down East Blueberry Queen was unusually was usually blonde like Hannah and Mama and white, but I couldn't say that. It would sound like we were prejudiced. And maybe there was some of that, or maybe the judges simply thought blondes were prettier. But either way, there was something shameful in saying that, and I didn't want Salma to think I thought that way. I'm getting a new dress for this year, Hannah said, so I could loan you my dress from last year. I stared at Hannah. Being Down East Blueberry Queen was a huge deal to her. Why was she doing this? Was she trying to take Salma away from me? Or was she jealous and trying to make room for herself in the middle of our friendship? Or was she so sure that Salma didn't have a chance to win that it was safe to be kind to her? Tomorrow is supposed to be windy and rainy, Hannah said, so I won't have to go fishing with my dad. If you want to, you and Lily can come over to my house to try on the dress to see if it fits. I felt like when you're swimming and a big wave comes and just carries you along in a direction you don't want to go. A girl didn't just come into town and win the pageant. Down East Blueberry Queen was more than having your hair done and wearing a blue dress. The winner represented our local towns and us. The judges would never pick Salma. Plus, she wouldn't be able to do the events after the festival. She wouldn't be here. Would that be okay, Lily? Salma asked. Can we go over tomorrow? Tomorrow? I felt pulled in two directions. I thought that was a bad idea, but Salma wanted to do it. Star friends always help each other. Okay, I said. Salma insisted I try the first enchilada we made. I took a bite, even though I wasn't hungry. So, what do you think? Salma asked. Should we make these for our booth at the festival? Bee houses and blueberry enchiladas? They're good, I said slowly. I just have to decide if they'll sell well enough, because that's the whole point, right? To make money for Lucky. I think they'd be great, Hannah said. They're different, a nice change from pie. Enchiladas would be a little change to the festival, but Salma entering the pageant would be a big one. One thing I've learned from all the conversations I've overheard sitting next to the coffee station, some people don't like change.